Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cute, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews in all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. Buenas noches, everyone. I know it's kind of weird to hear an episode on Thursday. Or no, actually, wait, Thursday is the normal day. I don't even know what day I'm even going to release this. I'm just kidding. It's going to be on a Saturday. So, yeah, that's how messed up and twisted my whole schedule has been. But, um, yeah, I just decided to kind of record a little quick episode for y'all. Um, as, you know, I'm, I'm settling back in from another work trip. And so, with that being said, you know, I am excited to talk to you about today's topic. Normally with these bonus episodes, I kind of like just going free reign with everything and just kind of going off the top of my dome. So I don't really have a full on transcript. So if you're looking on the description, which by the way, if you didn't even know, previous episodes of TMQ has like episode transcriptions of like the main review. So if you want to kind of follow along with the episode, I definitely recommend that you should check that out. But this week is going to be a little different. And just to kind of prompt you, if you're excited about next week's review, next week I'm going to be talking about Paramore's uh, latest album, This Is Why. But, you know, in the meantime, in between then, I'm excited to talk to you all about The Office. And if you've never seen an episode of The Office, or maybe you haven't seen the whole thing all the way through, <clears throat> Keep in mind that this episode this week is going to be a little bit of a spoiler episode in the sense where I'm going to just be talking more in depth about my favorite episodes from the show. You know, just kind of breaking it down um, as to what I really enjoyed thematically about it and how the characters kind of resonated with me in those individual moments. And, you know, there's so many Office episodes that I really love uh, rewatching over and over again. But uh, I, I think I do want to talk about two this week, and maybe when I do another bonus episode down the line, I'll revisit it. But um, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. All right, so the first episode that I do want to talk about this week is Dinner Party. Now, if you aren't familiar with the premise of Dinner Party, basically uh, Jan and Michael uh, invite uh, several co-workers over for dinner and in short, insanity ensues. And and it's one of those episodes where it's kind of more or less a bottle episode where everything just kind of takes place in one environment, which is kind of the cramped, tight space of Michael's apartment. And seeing Michael Scott and Jen in their element outside of what we've seen them in in previous episodes when they're in a work environment amongst you know their peers it it is kind of interesting to see their home dynamic and it is just so funny to kind of see everything unfold piece by piece and just have all this passive aggressive banter back and forth between Jan and Michael I think that Steve Carell really as with every episode of The Office really sells this uh sort of complex dynamic with uh uh, you know, uh, with with Jan, in which that Michael is constantly trying to impress the guests while also kind of getting in some subtle digs uh, with his partner. And, you know, Jan is also doing the same too. And so that, that passive aggressiveness uh, uh, between both actors is just so delicious. And seeing, you know, John Krasinski and 
Jenna Fisher, just seeing their reactions to all of it is just so funny, and I think that it is possibly one of my uh, favorite episodes where it is both kind of cringe-inducing, but also just, there's so many good quotable lines, you know, Uh, I, I remember the first time I had watched this episode, it essentially... Uh, was one of those episodes that if you've kind of watched it all the way through, you kind of see a lot of nice payoffs because, you know, uh, Michael's constantly trying to invite, uh, you know, Pam and Jim over for dinner, and they always find a reasonable but also, like, believable excuse that just happens to be in their back pocket every time that Michael wants to hang out with them. And now that Michael was able to just you know, bombard them and spring this, you know, dinner party on them, they kind of have no choice. And it's, you know, it's a nice callback. But I also like the uh, just kind of their uncomfortable uh, tension that they have while they're at dinner, and they're trying to constantly find excuses to get out of the dinner party itself. But it's nice to also see Ed Helms and Angela Kinsey in the episode as well because they're kind of just aloof to everything. Angela doesn't want to be there at all. And then Dwight comes in with his babysitter who also is kind of his girlfriend in a way. I don't know. They just kind of have this weird sexual tension going on. And I just – every time we get to uh, know a little more about Dwight's backstory, it's just always funny and always just so Dwight – if that makes sense, and um, yeah, I mean, just some notable moments from this episode. I, I really love the snip, snap, snip, snap line, as well as you know, uh, Jan dancing to her assistant's. Uh, I think his name is Hunter. Just dancing to his album, and you know, you kind of uh, get this underlying tension or like underlying um, sense that they have this weird, you know, uh, sexual dynamic to them, and. It's just it's just really funny and seeing Michael kind of also um, like put in into a situation where he is just in kind of this toxic abusive relationship and everyone else is kind of seeing it and they managed to pull him out of it by the end of the episode. I think it is kind of nice and I do like the uh, the Dwight and Michael dynamic where Dwight really does come through for Michael in that moment. And it is a nice climax to the end of that, you know, uh, Jan-Michael relationship. Because I think that happens around season five. And we've already seen, I think, three seasons of this off-again, on-again kind of relationship between the both of them. And seeing this come to a head, it just really makes a lot of sense for it to go out with a bang. And... Yeah, I think Dinner Party is just a fantastic, well-written episode. I think it's one of those episodes that a lot of people have probably seen clips of if they've never really actually seen the show all the way through. And yeah, it's, it's, it is one of those episodes I think would, will be on the top of everyone's list. But yeah, that's the, that's the first half of this episode. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to dive into one of my uh, other favorite episodes that I think has a little more emotional weight to it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today on our program, we're talking all about Office episodes that I really enjoyed over the course of the show's run. And up next is one of the episodes that 
every time I get to it just breaks me down as a human being in the best way possible. And this episode is none other than business school. This kind of comes in the early run of the show in its third season where Michael is accompanying Ryan on uh, a, a bit of an excursion to Ryan's school to uh, have a bit of a semi-lecture. It's kind of a show-and-tell-of-your-boss kind of deal for Ryan as he's at business school. And Michael doesn't know that he is essentially just going to be crucified in the sense that Michael is just being thrown under the bus by the way that Ryan gives his pre-presentation before Michael goes up. And meanwhile, while all of this is happening, Pam is putting on an art show for her class as well. And so uh, she invites the whole office and her rekindled relationship with Roy is also kind of in the beginning stages and it's still very rocky after where they've left off things. And she really wants Roy to show up as well as, you know, hopefully have the rest of her uh, friends come through and support her. And it's one of those episodes where, you know, you have the A and B plot so closely tied together where they not, there isn't one plot necessarily more important than the other because I think by the end when Michael and Pam are just kind of broken down by, you know, the 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 day that they're having for example michael is just kind of discouraged ryan's embarrassed him everyone's asking him tough questions about the nature and the future of their business in the paper company and what that means for it and and michael always is one of those characters that uh when you uh, see him he is uh, just full of this naivete that is also uh full of passion and a lot of heart and when he's talking about his business he really is truly uh, very dedicated to his job and just loves what he does and seeing that one of his employees just kind of undermined him and set him up for failure Michael is just essentially kind of broken and distraught after that kind of having a bad day but I mean to that same token as well Pam is also trying to find her footing in her relationship with her ex-fiance again and you know knowing that she still also harbors some feelings for Jim and uh you know she is kind of in a bit of a limbo state within this season and art is kind of her escape and seeing Oscar and a bunch of other people come through and kind of criticize her work a little unfairly and a little too, um, what, uh, how would I put it? I guess a, a little too harshly, you know, oh, I, I feel like no one really appreciates the work that she's actually been putting into. And, you know, I, I feel like when you invite your friends, it's not like you're necessarily seeking compliments, you know, but you're, you're hoping that they come there to support you because they truly believe in the artwork that you put out and for Pam to put herself so vulnerably in front of her co-workers and in front of you know strangers as well only for it to be called as hotel art it, it, it can be definitely soul-crushing and by the culmination of that episode when Michael finally arrives to Pam's art gallery 
it's just one of the most touching scenes and one of the most uh, crucial parts of their dynamic throughout the rest of the show. Michael sees Pam's painting of the office and is just so proud of her. He's just, he can't believe that she was able to capture the mundaneness of their office in such a way that is just so simple and so beautiful. And what what I like about Michael is that he is just very honest when he is genuine. I, I, I mean, that's redundant, but like he has this sort of honest uh, kindness when he is able to actually put that uh, that foot forward um, when he's talking to people. And it's just one of those things when you hear someone appreciate your work that you've done in a way that you haven't yourself seen it that way as well, it really touched Pam because it, it was something that she needed and it was something that Michael needed too because you know, he appreciates the the people in his office and uh, the people that he works with. And having this framed photo or this framed painting of the building that they work in is, is so symbolic of the way that they all have come together and the way that they'll eventually grow as a workplace family. And the way that you know, they both don't know that the day that they went through and to just come together in this moment and support one another, it's very special because they, they both don't know how much they needed it. And just that hug and, and, and teary-eyedness is very, you know, uh, beautiful. And it, it's one of those moments that is just one of the best examples of how The Office can balance both its strong uh its strengths in comedy but also its strengths in drama as well and really speaking to the connections that they all have with one another and i don't know it, it it's one of those episodes that when i know it's coming up through my uh you know ritual uh ritualistic binge watch that i just know that it, i just have to kind of <laughs> you know, emotionally prepare myself because it is one of those episodes that just really hits me to the core because I really feel like that uh, it, it, it touches me uh, to my soul when I know that someone that has come through uh, for me in a way that, you know, I don't necessarily expect anyone to support something. Like, for example, with this podcast, like, I don't really force it on my friends to listen I like I, I never beg people to listen I sure I'll post stuff on social media but that's just you know advertising the show per usual but I'm not you know sending the episode to everyone I I, I just hope that if people do listen then it is a, a moment that we can share together and I really appreciate especially you right now listening to this very moment that you're spending your time on this earth to just listen to what I have to say and going back to the episode it's just very special because I feel like you know uh, everyone has something that they worked hard for and they're proud of only for it to sometimes be undermined by other people but I think 
you have to kind of go through that because in a way when people do really show their love and their support for you the more it feels so much more special and valuable and I I just think that this episode really captures that feeling best but let me know what you think what what is your favorite episode of the office and if you have never seen the show I definitely recommend that you check it out it is one of I mean it it makes sense as to why it's one of the most popular and binged shows within recent memory so uh definitely check those two episodes out if if you can i definitely want to talk all about what you think uh resonated with you the most but of course you can always hit me up on instagram at that's my q podcast or on twitter at q podcast but you can also email me at uh, that's my podcast at gmail.com where we can talk all sorts of nerdy stuff together, whether if it's about your favorite movies, TV shows, albums, and games, or of course if it's The Office. Regardless, let me know what you think I should talk about next, or maybe there's an episode that you think that resonated with you more. But as always, y'all, next week I'm going to be talking all about the new uh, the new Paramore album, as I mentioned at the top of the episode. So go ahead and listen to it before we dive right into it, and be sure to send in your listener reviews as well. You know, I, I definitely want to hear what you have to say. Also, be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, where... You know, you know the deal. Let's go ahead and grow the show. But as always, I gotta, I gotta give props to J1K for the use of their music. Uh, no flowers from the Vault Volume Three B tape, which you can find on J1KMusic.bandcamp.com. And as always, you know, maybe I should leave you off with a quote, like I usually do with a normal episode, and it goes a little bit like this. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Once again, I'm your host, Christian Ong, and... That's my cue.